0: Why don't you give Isaac a warm welcome and encourage him. Awesome, thank you. I'm very excited it's the summer series because uh, we said it's a bit more casual and I get to wear my Superman t-shirt. I'm very happy about that. And bare feet! And bare feet, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, And I'm I'm especially happy this morning because uh, this is is actually my first time being in church for about three years. It's my first time preaching a full sermon. And so I'm especially excited about that. And I'm especially excited because I'm going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is relationships and getting on with other people and how we can work together to succeed. And so I'm really pleased about that. I'm going to share a little bit about the journey that me and Jenny have been on. And I have, have made some really good successes in our marriage, and I've also made some really good doozies of some failures so um i'm going to share quite honestly and openly about some of the things that I have done to uh, uh wreck our relationship <laughs> and so um, yeah i I hope that you don't identify too strongly as I share that <laughs> um, and uh it's a uh, studies have found that about eighty five percent of our happiness comes from good relationships with people, so it's a it's, it's an awesome area to to invest into so i'm excited now who here? has friends that are quite different to you and you really appreciate the differences, you love your friends, so they're really different to you and they add value to your life. Yeah. That's cool, eh? Now, who here has friends that or oh, m- maybe family or, or work colleagues that are quite different to you and it really gets under your skin? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, cool. <laughs> so I'm going to chat about, there's kind of three main parts. The first I'm going to look at how we're designed to succeed together as as different people bringing our strengths and working together, and then I'm going to share the story of of how I stuffed it up really badly, and then I'm going to just kind of break down the the dumb stuff I did and how how um how we can hopefully all learn from my mistakes so that you don't have to go through it as badly as I did. Does that sound cool? Yeah, very good. Okay, just going to adjust this a little bit because it's leaning over a bit further. Right, so the first thing I want to do is just share about how we all bring different strengths into, uh, into our community and, and how we benefit from each other. And the way I'd like to do that, there's, there's, uh, there's several different models of describing different personalities, but the one I'm going to share today um, describes four different strengths that people have, and uh, there's many ways to describe that. I'm going to use the animals version today, and if you can't see this very clearly, feel free to huddle in. Um, so there's four main, main strengths and four different kind of personalities. And the the way of describing it is that, in fact, let me jump back. I'm going to use a business example to describe this. Because it's separate from what we do, we can we understand that and then apply it to our lives. So, so in a business, if you can imagine, there's got these attributes that they need to succeed. So we, we need, in a business, uh, working hard, the capacity to get stuff done... Um, the backbone to get stuff done and and working really hard, okay, Um, um, so understand that, so in a business you need to work really hard, if you don't really work really hard, things aren't gonna succeed. We also need, um, this is represented by the otter, so this is, otters are the crazy fun animals, and so we need creativity, influence, inspiration, ideas, connecting with people, that's kind of that creative side, and that adds a lot of value, and then we also need, we've got this golden retriever animal here, that's the the one that, uh, for people, is a good listener, gets on well, and so as a, in a business, if you don't look after your staff, if you don't look after your customers, then, then they're not going to uh, like shopping with you. And then the other side is we, we need the beaver. So this is the, the systems, the detail, the processes, the, the organized side of things, and, and so I, I can surely imagine if the business isn't running efficiently, then you're going to lose money hand over fist because you're wasting so much stuff. So we kind of all these things working together, and they're designed to work in together. Now each of us have these strengths naturally at different levels. So I, um, if you know me well, you know that I'm very very systemized, organized, detailed. That's a strength that I have. And I'm also very caring, good listening, empathy, get alongside people, which I like to put myself in their shoes and understand where they're coming from. Um, I'm married to Jenny. She is also a beaver. We're both quite structured. If you go into our home, you see everything has its place. Um, and she's also lion, so she's really good at getting stuff done, and she's determined and upfront, and, and I really appreciate that about her. Now, that's when it goes really well. Um, then also, there's times when these strengths clash a little bit. And we're designed to clash a little bit because we learn from each other and help each other grow. But sometimes when we clash a little bit, we don't appreciate so much the, uh, the differences. And so the lion people, who are really good action people can sometimes come across especially to people at the opposite end as being a bit bossy and um they can find it hard and just uh, kind of i'm I'm sure you've had some times you find there's someone who's very good at getting stuff done but they can be a bit bossy and it's a bit frustrating and then sometimes the the creative people they can be um a bit disorganized or forgetful or distracted and and that can be a little bit frustrating and then sometimes the the super caring people can come across and they're just about oversensitive, and that can be frustrating you kind of come on, we need to get stuff done, and they're just kind of, you know, upset up about something, and, tha- and that can be frustrating. And then you've got the beaver people like me who, who like to be super organized, like things to look how I imagine them in my head, and so when things don't go the way I want them to, sometimes I can, get, I can procrastinate a bit, and um, that can be frustrating to other people who who, um, yeah, who need me to be a bit more uh, active, uh, make decisions quicker. Yeah, Cool, does that all make sense? Yeah, yeah very good. So I'd like to share a couple of examples, I was in a workplace where uh, we had a, a boss who was very good at, at getting stuff done, very visionary, um, pretty structured, a um, bit weaker in this golden retriever area, caring for people, and a bundle of, of us left at the same time just because we didn't feel cared for in that company. And so that, kinda, that company struggled because they didn't get this, this kind of balance done very well. And then I was, I was part of a different church too, where there was a, there was a pastor, and he was he was a very good communicator, just like wonderful to listen to, and very inspirational. And so we, um, we all really enjoyed that. And then uh, they they were a very caring church, so there was great ideas, there was lots of caring, um, reasonably organised. But the, in the team, there didn't seem to be anyone that kind of got stuff done, and so it was kind of frustrating. After being there for a couple of years, we we're like, hey, all these ideas that we've talked about aren't really happening. So. Um, that's another example of where just we do need the, the each person to bring their own strengths and to create a team so that we can succeed. All right. Um, now, when, when we have clashes, and we will have clashes, um, often we'll, we'll go through a journey, and I'd like to share the journey that I went through specifically because it's fun to make fun of me. <laughs> and um, I'd like to describe... So the example I'm going to share is a 15-year tiff that Jenny and I had. And I'm um, uh, not very proud of it. <laughs> and um, so basically, what happened was we came into our marriage, and I was very good in my boy's flat at making a dinner that I thought was okay. And and so I would bring uh, you know a bit of grilled fish and a, a bit of mixed veggies, and um, I'd clean up the bench a little bit afterwards. And as long as there weren't too many plates, you know, the kitchen was clean. And Jenny came in with a um, a, a mindset of of having. Uh, Plates where all the food was hot at the same time, which is kind of new to me, (laughs) and and leaving the kitchen in a state where you could not tell that anyone had actually been there because it was so immaculate. (laughs) And so we uh, we came in. So we both had ideals of how we wanted life to look. And so uh, Jenny communicated with me. You know, uh, the way that you're doing this stuff in the kitchen isn't really up to scratch. And uh, this, I'd like to give you an opportunity to improve that. And. and, yeah very much so. <laughs> and um, so I said, yes, I, 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 I listened to her, and I said, "Yes, dear, I'll, I'll do that." And then uh, this same thing happened again, and the next time it kind of I, I stuck with my standard and and she <laughs> m- gave me an opportunity to improve that, and I said yes, and and didn't really change. and then so this kind of stuff went on a little bit, and then uh, we went through a bit of a, 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 s- a s- kind of a like you say, a spiral downwards. I just, just want to describe how that works work for us and you, once you understand this you'll see it happening so, so firstly Jenny was bothered with the way I was doing things and then, and then she was actually quite irritated um, and then we kind of had our little clash and so she was getting grumpy with me because um, I was not picking up on what she wanted and also I was getting frustrated with her because I like to feel like I have the freedom to do things the way I want to um, and also I like to be spoken very nicely to um, very, very caring and, and sensitive. And so when Jenny was uh, uh quite upfront, um the I didn't like it. And and so um so I we kinda had a bit of a clash about it and we got angry with each other and you know I, I sulked and she got angry and we kinda um yeah very proud of such words. Um and so we um we kinda got to the point where we argued a lot back and forth about it and eventually uh, I just kinda thought, well, she's actually too bossy and too fussy and doesn't talk to me nicely, so why should I help her in the kitchen? And she's th- kinda thought, well, flippin' Isaac, every time I talk to him about it, he, d- he doesn't do what I ask, he's slack, he's flippin' too sensitive, and I'm just it's just gonna be a whole lot easier if I do it myself. And so we kinda, we put up this wall where We'd argued enough where we got to the point where this, this is not working out. And so the next stage was we go, well, you know what? The reason this, I was thinking, the reason this isn't working is because Jenny's not talking nicely to me. She's too fuzzy and she's too bossy. And so she is actually the cause of this problem. She is the enemy in this situation. And in her head, oh, I have cleared this with Jenny, by the way. She's heard this. <laughs> 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 um, and my... Yeah. So what I did, so in her head, she was thinking, um, my standards are very reasonable. Isaac's clearly not living up to them. Um, Every time I talked about him, he gets grumpy or sulks, and um, it's just not worth working him within the kitchen. Now, um, I didn't intend to to fob off my kitchen duties. It was a side benefit of this (laughs) argument, but um, (laughs) yeah. So um, I kind of. I described the situation, so, so this was 15 years. We did have many happy things in our marriage, um, but this was an aspect that was not going well. And so I kind of described it a little bit like we had a car, and our marriage was like the car, and, and everything about the marriage was going quite well, but there was just this area of, I felt like we had a flat tyre. So, so we're, we're all going good, and then, and then something, something would hit, this um area again and then it would, it would come up as an issue and it would be like little digs and we kind of didn't want to talk about it because we knew it turned into argument so we had these little digs and uh, it was just a constant frustration it was, it was really dumb and so um obviously i was waiting for jenny to apologize and fix it and she was waiting for me to apologize and fix it and uh, one day we had a heated discussion and um jenny was uh very good because she was upfront with me and she said i'd like you to go and see a counselor And I thought, well, this is actually a bit of a waste of time because you have the problem. (laughs) um, But I'm struggling to handle the way that I'm feeling. And so I'm going to go and see a counsellor just to to cope with my, you know, hardship that I'm feeling at this time. And so I went to the counsellor for six weeks and then um, it fixed our problem that we'd had for 15 years. And funnily enough, um, (laughs) me going to counselling fixed the problem. That was obviously Jenny's. (laughs) And I'm not quite sure how that worked as to this date. But, um, yeah, it did seem to fix it. So I'm um, very thankful to the counsellor for helping us through with that. And um, I want to share a, a couple of the tools that he shared with us, with me, sorry. Um, and the, f- the first... W- oh, sorry. share f- so yeah, before I go on to that, um, th- I want to define the difference between the tantrum and the enemy stage. And the, the, there's a difference because it's healthy in relationships, whether it be work or you know, family or, or parenting or stuff like that, it's healthy to have some clashes because that's sometimes if, if we ask someone nicely f- to make a change, and they need to, that they won't. It's not until we get into a bit of tension that we think, okay, there is actually a real need to change. And so uh, so the tension stage is when you're, you're annoyed and you're, you're believing in yourself, I'm okay and they're okay, but there's an issue that needs resolving. So you can, you can clash about this and you both feel respected Um, the enemy is kind of when you mindset is when you go I'm kind of over it, I'm okay but you aren't okay it's your fault and you need to fix it and I am the victim, there's nothing I can do because it's your problem understand the difference there? yeah cool, so one of the first things that the the counsellor went through with me was to uh, identify that I'd had some funny beliefs going on in my head So um, I think I mentioned before that uh, in my head, because because we'd had this issue, I would um, think in my head, 15 years ago, we had this clash, Jenny is too fussy and she's too bossy, and so it's painful to go there, so just don't go there, and I'd carried on this belief for 15 years, and obviously uh, that wasn't helpful, and there, there were times when Jenny would do stuff kind for me, and she would do something that would normally make me feel loved but my head would go hang on on, watch out this is the person that is too fussy and too bossy watch out there could be pain involved in this so I would sometimes like not receive the love that Jenny was giving me because I had this this belief in my head she's too bossy she's too fussy and it's painful and so the first thing we did is is we looked at the neural pathway Um, if you haven't heard that before it's a kind of a the easiest way to describe it is like a like a, a slope, like a sand dune on a slope. And if you stand at the top and you take a, tip a bucket of water down, it kind of creates the path that the water goes down. And, and the first time I had this belief, you know, Ginny's too fussy, she's too bossy, it's painful. Um, I'd go down, it starts to create this path, and then as this happened more and more, I would tip the path, tip the bucket, and the and the thought would go down the same process. And eventually, this pathway gets deeper and deeper and deeper in, in my brain. And so I was. This belief that Jenny's too fussy and too bossy and it's painful um, was very strong in my head, and so when when someone tried to when Jenny tried to love me or someone tried to um, convince me that it was otherwise, I'd say, No, actually, I know that she's too fussy. I know that she's too bossy. I know this is too painful. Don't try and tell me otherwise because it's a deep belief in my head. And so one of the first things we did was, well, look, let's look at the reality. And so instead of saying too fussy, too bossy, painful. I start to um, we, we wrote out some beliefs, and I would I would say them out loud, and it was things like, um, "Jenny is very good at being upfront and communicating what she feels." Um, Jenny has high standards, and it's a strength. Um, we, we can work through this. Yeah, it's it's painful, but we can work through it. And so, this after about six weeks of saying these things, and the, the counselor told me it would take six weeks, and it did. Um, it's like this, this weight, this tension just kind of fell off me and I could, I could begin to accept you know, Jenny's love and I began to treat her with a whole pile more respect because she was no longer the enemy in my head. She was you know, someone I could work with and, and, and i just felt a whole lot safer around her because I, w- I didn't have my guard up against you know, this could be painful. Um, yeah, so it was really cool just identifying that and, and just hearing the, hearing the truth and, and so I, I picked up something which was a little bit true, but my brain had exaggerated and said high level of danger when it wasn't actually a high level of danger. I bring it back to a more realistic, more realistic truth. Um, another thing we looked at because because then my my brain had started to believe more positive things, but our words were still quite clashy. And so we we looked at a script of how I could talk nicely to her. Um, and so so what. Instead of saying you know mean things, I, I'd often ac- accuse her of you know things being being her fault. Um, I'd say when I see you talking to me like this or whatever. Um, so I used to say things like when I when I see you being too fussy and bossy, I feel like you don't respect me because I need you to to be nice to me. And now I don't know if you notice the words I use there. Um, when I see you being too fussy and too bossy. Is that, a, is that oh and, and I feel like you don't respect me, is saying you don't respect me, is that a feeling or is that an assessment that I've made of her? When I say you don't respect me, is that actually a feeling or is that an assessment I've made of her? It's an assessment, isn't it? So, um, yeah, I, I kind of tried these scripts, but I had all the old mindsets still. Sorry, I, I had all the old words still. And so we started looking at, and my counselor was kind enough, he gave me a, fe- a list of all f- feelings and needs that I was allowed to say, and all the feelings and needs that I was allowed to say were uh, constructive ones, and if, if I could describe what kind of words they were, it's the kind of, um, if I imagine we've had an argument and I go away and it's a few hours later and I'm thinking, it's, it's the feelings that are in my heart, it's the, you know, I'm sad, I'm disappointed, I'm disconnected, and they're not blame words, they're just authentic heart feelings. And so this is what happened wi- with all these needs and feeling lists that the counsellor gave me. And so I, I'd come I'd go, you know, we, we'd feel an escalation of argument. And then I'd rush to the fridge and pull this list off because I was going, um, when I see you being too bossy, I want to, um, I feel like you're annoying or, you know, stuff like that. And so, so I could only use these, these very nice words. And so I'd say, when, when, I, when I see you picking me up on the way I cook dinner, I feel... Uh I feel a little bit downhearted and um, disconnected and a bit stressed. And what I need from you is um, companionship and respect and love. And you notice in those words, there's no judgment. They're the, the very, they just say, This is my feelings. This is what I need from you. There's no judgment. There's no anger. And so we uh, we began using these tools that, and, and Jenny would, we would, you know, ha- have an argument, would start to escalate, and then we'd go grab this list off the fridge and we'd kind of, <laughs> Try our best. It was like trying to, I don't know if you've seen someone, learning to drive or learn to play the guitar. You're just kind of real unco. And we were trying to form these sentences out of nice words. To, um, but we noticed that as we did this, the, the tension went down and we could, we could really begin to feel safer around each other and have some really cool discussions. And the last line is, would you be willing to? And that, that's kind of asking, I guess you might say, would you be willing to? So I might have a suggestion of, would you be willing to give me constructive feedback before you give the negative feedback about the way I dinner. So, but what we found is that most of the time, once, once we dealt with the feeling side of things, um, the other person knew what to do anyway, we didn't really need to ask them what to do, and, and they did it naturally, so that was really cool. Very good, so so in order to, s- to sum it up, what I want, uh, to sum this up, what I'd like to say is, we all were, for the first example of the lawyer not a beaver a retriever, we all win when we, when we value each other's strengths. So when we bring each other the strengths that we, we have, it just adds a whole pile of value. We learn from each other, we grow, and it's really cool. It's a very healthy way to function together. Um, we will th- see things differently, and we will clash. It's part of life, and it's part of our growth. It's, it's a good thing. And um, in summary, just the action we need to take is to seek the truth especially if you've been having the kind of the enemy thoughts and that it's their problem, it's their fault. Just, just seek the truth. What is the actual, like, down-to-earth, authentic, loving truth? Um, avoid the stupid tax. I was going to mention that at the start. I missed that one. Um, so stupid tax is what we get when, uh, for example, if we love speeding on the road and we know that it puts each other at danger and we know it's not safe, and we know that it can kill us, but we keep doing it anyway. And when we get a fine or if we have a crash, then uh, we are getting a tax for being stupid. Or if we spend all our money before we yeah. on, on treats before we buy our groceries, or you know, we, we end up paying a bit of stupid tax because we, um, we've done something dumb. So um, now, you know, for 15 years, I paid stupid tax. Because the answer I got in six weeks from counsellor, I could have done that 15 years ago. Yeah. I paid 15 years of stupid tax. Not only did I pay it, but Jenny paid it. And our kids probably noticed it as well. So um, let's avoid that stupid tax. For most of our problems, the answers are there. Yeah, right. there's, there's things that you're going through right now that, that other people aren't going through because they've found the answers. Um, get hungry. Avoid, um, find the truth. Avoid the stupid tax. And then speak with kindness to other people. So, f- so find the words to say without the judgment, without the sting, and just real authentic kindness. And I guess, so So, in reflection at the, at the end of this message, um, I guess the application would be um, to, to think about your marriage at the moment and, and think, okay, how, how am I doing? How's, how's my attitude towards my spouse? Um, you're d- this can happen. How's, how's your attitude towards your kids? Have, have one of your kids got a trait that really gets under your skin and, and you maybe. Um, uh, it's got to a point where you actually treat them differently because you know, you, you might think to yourself, oh they keep on doing this, it really annoys me, they don't tidy the room, or they don't do this, and, and it can kind of form an enemy mindset in your head and, and it's it's time to, to just l- um, stop doing that and and just take on their healthy thoughts and go, well you know what, their strength is, they're really creative, so maybe they mess their room as part of that. In um, balance, obviously, hey, Megan? <laughs> 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 um, and, and then so, so in our, in our marriage, in our, in our families, in our, in our workplace, we're all going to work with each other, who people who have different strengths and weaknesses, and um, some t- in a work, I'm a business coach, obviously, there, there is, a, is a time where um, someone is not suitable to work with, and you do need to fire them. Um, unfortunately, with your kids, you cannot fire them, <laughs> um, and pr- preferably, we don't want you to uh, end your marriage, so we'd like to... There's, um, yeah, we want to keep going there and, and get things healthy again. Um, and the last thing I wanted to, uh, to say is um, in our relationship with God, sometimes we can have have things where uh, an event has happened and like me uh, with Jenny, I got hurt by that. Um, we had a miscarriage. You had two miscarriages at one stage and it kind of, there was a part of me that I think, well, God could have fixed that, but, it, but he, well, our baby died and he let it happen and I was a bit grumpy with him. Um, and other things can happen that, that we're, we go through in our lives, and, and sometimes we can go, you know, God's God's cool, everything's good about it, but there's this bit of, that I just kind of don't like about God, and there's an aspect to Him that I don't like, and it's, it's probably because um, we've picked up or, or interpreted it in a way that's not really healthy. And and um, yeah, just, just take the time to find out what the truth is, and, and talk to people, because there's there's a relationship with God that's available to us, and it, and it's very very rewarding, and and it adds a lot of fulfillment to our lives. And if there's something in there stopping you from from enjoying the fullness of that, then it's just time to to seek out the truth and and you know seek help and and find um find solutions for that. Because if you're not, then you're you're missing out, and it, it is um, very bluntly, you're playing a very stupid tax. Yeah. So um yeah, thank you for that. That's um yeah, a joy to share that today and um yeah i just i believe in a world uh, i believe in a a family a community a a world where we get on well together and we appreciate each other's differences and and work together in a real healthy way Mm, thanks each